Taylor Swift's stardom as one of America's most famous pop singers does not let her support for U.S. sports teams go unnoticed. When the United States won the FIFA Women's World Cup, Swift brought up four of the team's winning members on stage with her during her performance of Style, getting the opportunity to hold the trophy while the crowd wildly chanted. Over the past few years, Swift experienced a surge in popularity with her re-recording of older hits, alongside her recent milestones and awards. After her Netflix documentary, the superstar has become more transparent about her life, beliefs, and struggles, and unwavering her service to others around her has become ever more astounding. From her career in country music to her modern-day authenticity and calls for social justice, Taylor's career has had many ups and downs. As America has eagerly watched the woman of the decade, Taylor's subsequent album, re-recordings, and new releases are sure to satisfy audiences as she continues to rally for social justice and truth. From a young age, Taylor Swift showed immense talent and potential in the arts. She was born on December 13, 1989 on a farm in Pennsylvania, playing the guitar and writing songs since childhood. Taylor's obsession with country music landed the family in Nashville, Tennessee in 2003. At just 11 years old, Swift performed the Star-Spangled Banner at a Philadelphia 76ers game and with great success considering her age. She sang the song again seven years later with a silver-studded guitar and a healthy dose of country personality. At the age of 15, Swift would sign a deal with Big Machine Records despite initial doubts about her age. In a matter of time, she would prove her skills were ready for the industry. In 2006, Swift would release her first country song, aptly named Tim McGraw after the famous country singer. Since that time, Taylor's songs have been truthful depictions of her life, thoughts, and feelings, and they happen to resonate with the rest of the world. It has been that my mistakes led to the best things in my life. And being embarrassed when you mess up, it's part of the human experience. Getting back up, dusting yourself off, and seeing who still wants to hang out with you afterward and laugh about it, that's a gift. The times I was told no, or wasn't included, wasn't chosen, didn't win, didn't make the cut. Looking back, it really feels like those moments were as important, if not more crucial, than the moments I was told yes. Not being invited to the parties and sleepovers in my hometown made me feel hopelessly lonely. But because I felt alone, I would sit in my room and write the songs that would get me a ticket somewhere else. Having label executives in Nashville tell me that only 35-year-old housewives listen to country music and there was no place for a 13-year-old on their roster made me cry in the car on the way home. But then I'd post my songs on my MySpace. And yes, MySpace. And I would message with other teenagers like me who loved country music. 
but just didn't have anyone singing from their perspective. Having journalists write in-depth, oftentimes critical pieces about who they perceived me to be made me feel like I was living in some weird simulation. But it also made me look inward to learn about who I actually am. It would not be long before Swift would reach huge audiences. Two years after her single was released, Taylor attended the Academy of Country Music Awards to earn the title of Best Female Vocalist of the Year. Since then, almost all of her albums have reached platinum status, even in 2014 when no other artist obtained such a title. In 2018, a year after her release of the album Reputation, Taylor left Big Machine Records, having signed with them 13 years prior when she was just 15 years old. In search of a more free environment, she decided to team up with United Records, with specific desires in mind. Should she produce music for the record, she will maintain ownership of all her albums, which cannot be said about her first six, and will receive compensation for streaming numbers. Taylor was the first female musician at the Grammys to take home two, and then three, Album of the Year awards. With her award streak starting in 2009, three years after her first album released, Swift now holds 11 Grammys in her arsenal, having been nominated for no less than 41 in total. All of these awards seem truly earned, the artist has sold 30 million albums and counting. Among her timeless singles like Shake It Off and Look What You Made Me Do, Swift is working to re-recording and release her first six albums, adding lyrics and increased significance to her earlier work. Her biggest hit of the album by far was her recreation of All Too Well, a breakup song extended to 10 minutes. Close theorists believe the song is about her short-lived relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal, which ended two years after the song was released. Swift and Gyllenhaal were first seen together in an episode of Saturday Night Live, where Emma Stone was the guest of honor. A few weeks later, the couple was seen walking the streets of New York City around Thanksgiving, with Taylor wearing a red scarf. Throughout the song's lyrics, the scarf is ever-present, seemingly confirming whom Taylor is writing about. Overall, whether listening to her older country hits or her newer pop numbers, there's no doubting Swift's visible talent and catchy rhythms. There is definitely no surprise as to how Taylor got her fame. For much of her career, Swift remained quiet about her political standings to avoid conflict with her fans. Now, more confident than ever, Swift has made her voice heard outside of her hit singles. Backstage after a concert, DJ David Mueller groped Swift, and she was determined to stand up to him. Alongside her stood her former bodyguard, who saw the incident and Taylor's mother. While Mueller was suing for $3 million for the claims supposedly ruining his career, Swift was only asking for $1 in compensation, a symbol of victory for women's rights. The event was not only traumatizing for Swift, but also an inciting moment for her advocacy. Donating to charity foundations like the Joyful Heart Foundation, the singer is taking a stand against sexual assault to push for equality. But Swift's rallying cries don't stop at women. Across social media and in her larger productions, Taylor vocalizes her concern for the rights of other minorities in America. Taylor's single, You Need to Calm Down, needs no introduction. The song has been continuously praised as an anthem for gay rights, and it isn't all just empty words. At the end of her music video, Swift links her fans to a Change.org petition supporting the Equality Act, a law ensuring equal treatment of lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender plus citizens in the workplace and residential areas. Taylor's support was going on during Donald Trump's presidency, when the law was rejected, 
Three years later, Congress has passed the Marriage Equality Act and significant headway has made it easier for all people to live their lives. I cannot vote for someone who will not be willing to fight for dignity for all Americans, no matter their skin color, gender, or who they love. These are not my Tennessee values. Taylor's Netflix documentary film Miss Americana revealed the singer's longtime battle with an eating disorder brought about by her fame status and battles with self-image. Swift talked more about how her public image directly impacted her emotional health. If a magazine suspected her of being pregnant or if she could slip into a tiny dress easily, she would keep her belly as flat as possible to maintain an image of attraction and beauty. I've learned over the years it's not good for me to see pictures of myself every day because I have a tendency and it's only happened a few times and I'm not in any way proud of it but I get I tend to get triggered by something whether it's a picture of me where I feel like I looked like my tummy was too big or or like someone said that I looked pregnant or something and that'll just trigger me to just starve a little bit just stop eating I thought that I was just like supposed to feel like I was going to pass out at the end of a show or in the middle of it. I thought that was how it was. And now I realize, no, if you eat food, have energy, get stronger, you can do all these shows and not feel it, which is really good revelation because I'm a lot happier with who I am and I'm happier with like, I don't, I don't care as much if like somebody points out that I have gained weight. It's just something that makes my life better. The fact that I'm, you know, I'm a size six instead of a size double zero. I mean, that that wasn't how my body was supposed to be. I just didn't really understand that. At the time, I really don't think I knew it. I would have defended it to anyone who said, I'm concerned about you. I was like, what are you talking about? Of course I eat, it's perfectly normal. I just exercise a lot. And I did exercise a lot, but I wasn't eating. And can't just, I don't think you know you're doing that when you're doing it gradually. There's always some standard of beauty that you're not meeting. Because if you're thin enough, then you don't have that ass that everybody wants. But if you have enough weight on you to have an ass, then your stomach isn't flat enough it's all just fucking impossible. <laughs> you don't ever say to yourself, like, I've got an eating disorder, but you know you're like making a list of everything you put in your mouth that day, and you know that's probably not right. But then again, there's so many diet blogs that tell you that, that, that that's what you should do. This would cause me to go into like a real shame, like hate spiral, this. And like, I caught myself yesterday to start to do it. And I was like, nope, we don't do that anymore. We do not do that anymore because it's better to look, to think you look fat than to look sick. And we don't do that anymore. And you just, we're just, we're changing the channel in our brain and we're not, we're not doing that anymore. That didn't end us up in a good place. I'm a size six instead of a size double zero. I mean, that wasn't how my body was supposed to be. While some images or comments will trigger her to starve from time to time, her recognition that being healthy is better than looking thin is a huge milestone. 
In addition to personal self-worth battles, Swift has struggled with the cost of being known around the globe. With news stations and hundreds of millions of social media followers on her tail, it seems like the celebrity can't catch a break. Impressive as her work is, Taylor Swift has added philanthropists to her work, thanks to her donations and vocal support of numerous organizations and causes. As a result of her decades-long career in the industry and service to those around her, New York University awarded her something other than a Grammy, a doctorate degree. Dr. Swift now has an honorary PhD in fine arts. She celebrated the milestone at the Yankee Stadium in New York City alongside graduates of the classes of 2020, 2021, and 2022. At the ceremony, the singer delivered a 20-minute speech full of anecdotes and advice for both graduates and students alike. Learn to live alongside cringe. No matter how hard you try to avoid being cringe, you will look back on your life and cringe retrospectively. Cringe is unavoidable over a lifetime. Even the term cringe might someday be deemed cringe. I promise you, you're probably doing or wearing something right now that you will look back on later and find revolting and hilarious. You can't avoid it, so don't try to. For example, I had a phase where, for the entirety of 2012, I dressed like a 1950s housewife. But you know what? I was having fun. Trends and phases are fun. Looking back and laughing is fun. While life is full of ups and downs, Swift urged her viewers to take risks and go with their instincts. She says that life is about catching and releasing, only holding on to the things that matter and bring joy, and being proud of what great things one can turn their life into. Simply put, Swift has more than enough wisdom to earn her degree. At this point, what more can Taylor Swift accomplish? After receiving countless Grammys, a doctorate degree, awards in advocacy, and her own documentary film, there's no telling what is next for the accomplished artist, but stopping is not a possibility. I, write it, I started writing songs when I was 12, and since then, it's been the compass guiding my life, and in turn, my life guided my writing. Everything I do is just an extension of my writing, whether it's directing videos or a short film, creating the visuals for a tour, or standing on a stage performing. Everything is connected by my love of the craft, the thrill of working through ideas and narrowing them down and polishing it all up in the end, editing, waking up in the middle of the night, throwing out the old idea because you just thought of a new or better one. Recently, Swift has been given high praise from best-selling author Jenny Han, whose novel The Summer I Turned Pretty has reached the small screen. The emotional love story features several of Taylor's songs, including The Way I Love You during the two main characters' dance scene and This Love during their first kiss. When Han went on to produce the series, she said that featuring Swift songs was her biggest dream. After all, getting Belly and Conrad's characters right was accomplished by listening to Fearless on repeat. Taylor's music has helped to get the emotions and characters right. The songs and their composer show a love for storytelling. All in all, Taylor Swift is nothing short of an inspiration in the world of music and beyond it. Just try to listen to one of her songs without getting it stuck in your head. 
as Swift continues to release and re-release powerful songs while declaring her support for others, her influence and accomplishments will grow alongside her record numbers. Perhaps in the future, Swift will surprise her fans in new ways as she strives to be an icon they can stand behind.